0: Hello, everybody. This is the Common Sense American, and I am here to tell you and regret to inform you that everything that I have warned against for the past few months is happening right now. We're all watching it play out uh, on the scale, grand scale, in Washington, D.C., of rioters and protesters. We're hearing about shots being fired. Uh, We're talking about assaults on government employees, on government buildings. Uh, And before I even launch into it, let me remind all of you that your precious president, Donald Trump, has already tweeted that he in no way supports any of this. He doesn't condone it. In fact, he's calling for 10 years in prison for anybody who is uh, guilty of doing this. And I, like I said, I have been against this from the start and I've been watching it on social media. I've been watching uh, many of us get you know, rolled up into a frenzy over this and it has come to a head. And uh, look, if this is the way you people are going to act, if this is what you think of as civilization, if you think this is your defending your rights or whatever on any, in any way, I don't want anything to do with you. Uh, this is nothing to do with civilization. This has nothing to do with civil disobedience either. Last year, we called out liberals and leftists all the time for being thugs, for being lawless, for having armed mobs that attack others. And this is absolutely no different. None. Just because you believe you're on the right on this doesn't make it any different. The situation is identical. And actually, in many ways, it's worse because you are going after uh, basically the the heads of the country. And I know you believe that they're corrupt. I know you believe that they have failed you. This is not how civilized uh, society responds to that. Uh, I know some of you, many of you think that uh, this is this was your last resort. You've been silenced, you've been oppressed, you've been shouted down. And I understand all that. as someone who has worked in that medium and has worked in that field as a journalist and an editor and writer for eighteen years, and seeing the uh, suppression of freedom of speech from all angles, we're talking education, social media, entertainment government every facet of our society has been infected by that with liberals and democrats essentially saying that that's it's an attack on the constitution and i completely understand all that however i have also said that we are falling into the trap that democrats have set for us which is to essentially prove that we are exactly what they said we were which is just a bunch of ignorant violent backwoods, gun-toting, Bible-thumping Neanderthals, and we're not—basically, we're, I guess we're just going to prove it today. I, I suppose that's what the whole point of this demonstration is, I, because what else is going to come of this? How is this helping our cause in any way? It's one thing to stand up and, you know, go out in the street and say, we are against this, we don't agree with this. Uh, there look how many of us there are who are voicing our dissent and disagreement and disenfranchisement. That's one thing. To do what you're doing is barbaric and insane. And I sort of got the feeling that a lot of this was going to happen when your minds closed off after the uh, presidential election. And I was afraid this was going to happen. You decided to stop being thinking humans. Um, You took it as the last straw. You were not open to anything else. And all you could do was scream about the Constitution in 2A and run to your guns. This is not doing anything. Nothing. The only thing that will result in this is that Democrats will have a firmer grasp on this country and will basically stage an even bigger uh, assault on our rights and freedoms because I guess we're just proving we have to be controlled because of this. We played right into, your, into their hands with this. That's, that's what we're doing. Why is it that you people are so insane you can't see this? There are ways to fight back. There always have been. This country has gone crazy all the way blue before and has come back. Historically, during the midterm elections, uh, I think the average the, the incumbent president's uh, party loses, on average, 25 seats at, uh, at the midterms. I mean, that's, that's standard. That's kind of common. Uh, and when, it, when the pendulum shifts hard in one direction, the uh, standard operating procedure, and just based on the laws of gravity, it comes right back. Now, I know a lot of you think that doesn't seem possible. I know that given the circumstances and the environment, and as I have said in the past, the three pillars of power that really do control the society, which is education, entertainment, and the media, and that they are all hard left. Uh, that it's only going to get worse. And at this point, there will be no Republican Party. There will be nobody else in power. There will only be one party left. I understand that. I really do. There are ways to fight that. There really are. I promise you there are ways to fight it without running in the streets with guns, which proves nothing and does nothing. Do you really think this is going to change anything? Do you honestly believe that the results of the presidential election or the Georgia Senate runoffs are going to change because of this? None of that is going to change, as I said before. You're not overthrowing anything. You're not going to take over command of the the government. None of that's going to happen. All that's going to happen is that you're probably going to jail, you likely get people hurt, and you're damaging the party, perhaps irreparably, in the process. It's one thing to be at odds uh, with people over their thoughts and views. What has happened now is that we are so hugely polarized and that we can't talk to each other that we become animals. We've regressed. And so many of you are defending this regression simply by saying, oh, look, at 1776. And, you know, they were they called us an angry mob then and we had to do it. for In no way are these two situations even remotely similar. You always yell about uh, revisionist history. Have any of you been to a history class? This has. There are no similarities. None. There is no autocrat overseas giving us no representation. That's not what's happening. Yes, I understand you feel like you're shouted down. I get it. But what in your daily life has actually changed to the point where you can't function as you always have before? You will be censored on social media probably. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yes, it is. And I understand. And it's wrong. And there are ways to fight that. You are not being told that you can't do something. What is it, the mask thing? Is it the face mask, the pandemic thing? That's essentially your your uh, state governments that, that do that. There are many people who live in states that have no, no problem with, with this at all because their government is normal and common sense and they, they're not draconian about this. And I understand rebelling against that. And I, I was one of the people who supported from the start. Small business is just opening. Just open. Go ahead and try and arrest them all. We need to get this country rolling again. Again, I totally understand it. There are ways to do that. That's one good way of doing it, having everybody open. Because there's really nothing you can do to fight that. It's completely uh, peaceful. It's a unified stand. It's very difficult to stop. Uh, That's what what you do in those situations. You don't run around screaming and attacking people for no reason why you're armed. That does nothing and never really has. The rise up of 1776 was an organized army. Yes, it was It was comprised of people who were not trained to be soldiers and many civilians and farmers and all of that. I understand it. But it was the government basically approved it, said this is what we're going to be doing. Here's our set goal. We want to break from from England. We want to be our own country. And this is the goal and who this is our enemy and we're being oppressed and that's it. This is a very straightforward situation. Also, it was 1776. And if you think there's any co- uh, correlation between 1776 and 2021, you're out of your mind. And I'm not saying that we should go against the Constitution. But again, I know all of you are all big on the 2A and how the Constitution reads. Have any of you ever read or heard anything else by the Founding Fathers and what they wrote, what they stood for, speeches they made, papers they wrote? Did any of you? I'm betting none. Because let me tell you something. Those people, those men, very, very smart men, may I add, were always against the idea of any armed uprising that was their last resort and they made that clear many times. They wanted to negotiate with England. They tried and tried and tried. Now are you going to say that this is our last resort? Okay, but let me let me tell you something else. What we're facing now is not what they were facing then and the leaders in charge are not the same. The leaders then, I guarantee on our side, would not have endorsed this in any way. They they were civilized men. They wrote at length about how uh, society should act in all ways. How we should do everything in our power to be and remain civilized. That the Second Amendment is a last resort in terms of rebelling against your own government. That it is just a personal freedom aside from that. That in general, if we are going to remain civilized, that we have to act that way. They are going to push that heavily. All of them would have. Every last one, Jefferson on down, none of them would have supported this. Not one. If you read about them and know about their lives and their stories and what they stood for and what they condemned, in no way would they support this. And I guarantee none of you have done that you've proven that you're historically ignorant in this matter which is pure hypocrisy because you keep accusing the left of being ignorant about the constitution all you know is the constitution you're also in many ways not interpreting that correctly either because you don't know what these men stood for and you don't know what they were really fighting against and what they continued to fight against and why they set down in writing so many ways for this country to react to things like this without it you know regressing into this mess they never wanted that to happen again. If you want to uh, go up against your government, you have a right to do so. There are paths to take and there are ways to do it. And that's what in all these documents, aside from the Constitution as well, that say, this is how you progress. This is what we do. This is how our society is going to function. Nowhere in there does it condone this, what's going on in D.C. right now. Nowhere. None of those men would have any. They basically condemn you as. Uh, radical, insane, regressive bullies and nothing more and throw you in jail, and rightfully so, because you're not doing anything. And I have made this plain to all the people who said, oh, well, then fine, you don't want to be involved in, in taking our country back and fine, then you just stay home and we'll go take care of it. Take care of what? You're not going to do anything. As I said from the start, anybody who does this or attempts it is only going to make the Democrats' case. It's only going to really hugely damage the Republican Party. Maybe you don't care, but you're certainly not going to be taking back your country. That isn't going to happen. And it's certainly not going to happen now. You're going to have Democrats crowing from here to to throughout Biden's four years, which are inevitable, about how they were always right and how we need to be controlled and how we need to have our guns taken away from us and how we need to be reeducated. That's all going to, you've just basically proven their point. You've said, yep, you're right. We really are that bad. Now, was it always this way? The answer is no. You could make the argument that thousands, if not millions, of right-wing individuals who were relatively normal and uh, relatively sane and grounded, that they were pushed to this. That the radicalization of the left led to the radicalization of the right. And I will forever say that it's the radicalization of the left that happened first. And that it did push many right-wingers farther away. And that this, you could make the argument that this was uh, a result of that. Uh, Okay, still not an excuse. And if you want to continue in this manner... You're going to decimate the country you claim you love. You're going to uh, support demands for a rewrite of the Constitution, Declaration of Independence, because what you're doing is basically saying, again, we need to be controlled. You are not in any way, in any way, uh, doing something that is a help to anyone, anyone in this country or the country itself. There are many examples in history of civilians rising up against their government and for a variety of reasons. Uh, and many, most of them were dictatorships or authoritarian, uh, you know, Mussolini, the czars. If you can't see the difference in these situations in terms of uh, how the public is treated and how, yes, even we are treated compared to how those subjects were treated Again, you don't know your history. And you, uh, they really, because they were not seen as viable citizens in many of those regimes, they really didn't have any other recourse um, aside from what happened. And it was absolute bloodshed and mayhem. And we all wish it didn't happen because of the amount of violence involved, but it sort of had to in order to break free of the chains. If you think the chains that we are rattling around now are in any way similar, again, you're clueless. They're not. You really need to read a little bit more. I'm, a little, I'm, I'm kind of afraid that none of you read anything besides the Bible and the Constitution. You don't seem to know anything. And that's what's scary. And I'm not saying that the left don't know it either. They, they seem to be just as ignorant. We seem to know nothing, which is why both sides have progressed at an alarming rate. And I was worried about this over the past year. You know, I'm, I'm watching this go down. I'm saying, you know, I, I was the first one or one of the first to say, look, Trump's not going to win this. Uh, I predicted a Biden victory. And, you know, everyone got on my case for that. Um, I sort of laid out my read. I said, look, one, a couple of the reasons are is because they're going to view us the same way we, we view them. They're going to say that we are radicalized. They're going to say that we can't be reasoned with or spoken to uh, civilly. And So then we went right out and proved it. And I I mentioned one of my most important podcasts, I think, uh, which I did somewhere in the middle of the year, where I said, look, we've got to find a way to talk to each other again, or it will be civil war. We need to find a way to everyone, like, you know, sit down at the table and talk, as mature thinking humans should be able to do. Both sides should be responsible for this. And instead, we just kept driving a wedge uh, deeper between the two parties. And I've never been a member of either party. Um, I'm an independent for a reason. This is a darn good reason why. Because every time I think about maybe joining uh, the Republicans, this something like this happens. And I, I again, I don't want anything to do with them. I don't want anything to do with your Confederate flags. I don't want anything to do with your ignorance. I don't want anything to do with your violence. I stand for a lot of the things you stand for. I rebel against a lot of what you rebel against. I can't stand Democrats. I can't stand far-left liberals. I think they're a massive danger to this country and the entire planet. I think liberalism is a mental disease. I think it's a disease that's infectious and is spreading and has spread to the point where they're essentially taking over the country. And I completely understand it. And I I worry about it. And I commiserate with you on it. And I wish there was a, a, a really solid, clear way forward. Aside from just, you know, hunkering down, trying to battle this as best we can and more elections as they come up, which they will and time will pass. And I think of one of the other aspects here that's on display is just the complete lack of patience, uh, you know, and being whipped up into a frenzy, especially the Internet has not helped in this. The the echo chamber that is social media has been absolutely awful i have looked at my twitter uh, almost all year it's been about the same thing it used to be that you go on twitter or facebook and you'd have in my feed i'd see a bunch of different things it'd be different news different, yeah it was sort of had a right wing slant to it and there'd be other you know things like that that are clearly in a certain way you know biased in a certain direction as i am but n- never has any one thing taken such center stage and when that happens The natural uh, tendency of people involved, just like in a mob, it's basically an online mob, is to just, you know, get worse and worse and worse and whipped up and whipped up and more and more and more and more and more. And eventually they become uh, what they were before and angry. Then they become angry and hostile. The next step, angry, hostile and violent. And that is exactly what is happening right now in D.C. That is precisely what is happening right now in D.C. And let me tell you. If this continues, if this continues during the course of Biden's administration, you really will be looking at a one-party system in this country. This has to be stopped now. Several things have to be done. Trump has to publicly condemn this. He's done it already on Twitter. I'm sure he'll probably do it in a speech at some point here. He needs to come out against it. All Republican leaders need to come out against it and say there is no way, in no way do we support an ounce of this. And we support all prosecution for everybody involved. That needs to happen. That's the first thing. The next thing that needs to happen is everyone needs to shut up and calm down for a while. And I know. I know what you're going to say. Well, that's what Democrats want us to do, to be quiet and sit down. Look, right now, we have not earned the right, earned the right to do anything but shut up and sit down because of this. So, yeah, shut up and sit down for a while because this is not helping. Obviously, any action you want to take is only making things worse because the only action you know... Is insanity and weapons. This is not a civilization. This is not society. This is not the correct way to go about fixing problems. And all you've done is given Democrats a massive amount of ammunition. And trust me, they are going to milk this for a long time. This is going to come back to haunt us for years. They, you know, we thought we had some ammunition last year when uh, you know, with all the riots from the George Floyd fallout and all that, and we could say, look at this, you know, 98% of everything that's happened, these are all leftists. Look at Antifa, look at all these people. That's great, except now look, what we're doing is worse. It's going to amount to much more because it's a direct assault uh, on on government leadership. It's a direct assault on, on basically the, the entire structure of the country. It's not a stand-up against it. It's not a... Uh, I'm raising my hand and saying, I don't agree with this. This is an assault. Assaults don't work. Never do they work unless you're talking about trying to overthrow a czar, which is not what's happening here. The situations are not similar. The situation compared to 1776 is not similar in any way. Again, please do some history because you don't know any of it. Please understand who our founding fathers were, what the Constitution was really written for. It has nothing to do with your guns. It has nothing to do with anything about uprising against possible tyrants. Nothing at all. That was a last resort, and there's a million other things in there that tells you how to go about dealing with these issues and keep maintaining the freedoms of the people while we continue to push forward as a society. There's some great speeches and great papers and essays that these men wrote. And if you read those, you would fully understand. In no way would they support this because no thinking person could. And I'm sorry that this happened. I'm sorry that, uh, you know, I I don't in any way want to come across as I'm supporting this because I don't. I don't want my podcast to be seen as supporting this because I don't. I don't care what you think about it. I don't care if you think I'm being anti-American. I'm being pro-human at this point. And by the way, let me add one last thing. You're all talking about God all the time and how you're all you know for it in defense of that, defense of freedom of religion. I, I'm confused because I would love to know what God thinks about this. I'm not that schooled on the Bible. So maybe somebody could try and tell me how this fits in there because I'm pretty sure that there's nothing in the Bible that says this is a good idea or that God would like this. I, I, I'm pretty sure. So in every way, we're proving hypocritical and violent. And we are not making it plain that we are a thinking group of this country that deserves to be heard. We're making it plain that we're a non-thinking group that deserves to be quieted forcefully if necessary. That's the position these riots are putting us in. And I don't like it. But there's nothing I can do now. I wasn't part of it. I don't support it. But now, if you even say you supported Trump or you voted for Trump or that you are even if you say you're a Republican or a conservative, you even say it, you thought it was bad before, you know, like wearing a MAGA hat in public, which it was, wait until you see it now. That's all that this has accomplished, making everything worse, which is precisely what I said was going to happen if you went this route. Anyway. It's not the note we wanted to start the year on. I'm embarrassed by uh, these people who claim to love their country. Uh, I'm embarrassed by what they're doing, and I don't want any part of it, and I don't support them, and they should go to jail. And uh, just like last year, just like last year, do the same thing, you know, randomly attacking people and flipping out, and yeah, none of that I support ever. I don't care who does it. I don't care why you think you're right, because you're not. This can't be. We need to calm down and figure something else out because this isn't going to work. Uh, so anyway, uh, if if you choose to listen again, uh, well, I'll be back next week with something else to talk about. Hopefully, uh, if I've lost you as a, as a listener, I really don't care. It's, then you're not. I don't want you as a listener if you're actually supporting this mess. Um, so that's. Uh, I normally, I'm not. Uh, I'm very middle of the road. Most often, Most often, I. I don't like to really come down hard on any one particular side. I I try to see everything I can from as many different angles as I can. But there's only one way to see this as far as I'm concerned. Um, So anyway, I will uh, hopefully we'll have something else to talk about next week. Maybe something good. I don't know, hopefully. And uh, at that point, you know, we'll we'll go from there. Um, So anyway, try and please be safe and think about what I've said. And I'll see you again next week. Thank you.